0: Greetings and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson show across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you wish to be on this year program, delighted to have you with me. Uh, And you know, we'll be good on the phone calls today. We have to start though, before we do anything with Merrick Garland from yesterday. Let us let me reroute all the audio here. And this is the Attorney General of the United States who was almost, but not quite, thanks to Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump, a Supreme Court Justice. Well, Merrick, why aren't you playing? There Since we go. Since I
1: became Attorney General, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, The Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search.
0: The last part is actually really important. The last part is a recognition that uh, the, the Trump team all along has had the warrant and the receipt, uh, and they have to. This is something you have to understand. There is an affidavit that is filed to get a search warrant. That affidavit is not public, that affidavit is not released to the public, and that affidavit is not given to the party whose premises are searched. There has been some confusion, however, because a lot of people have said, well, he didn't get a copy of the warrant. He has to have gotten a copy of the warrant. Now, you can say, well, why should we believe them? Maybe they didn't. Maybe Trump is right, except there's a problem here. There's a federal rule of criminal procedure. uh, You you can look it up yourself, uh, FRCP 41C. And it is a federal rule in court that you have to give the person whose premises are searched both a copy of the warrant and a receipt of the items taken. So for anyone who said President Trump didn't get the warrant, they're not telling the truth. And also his lawyer was on site. This is really important. You've got to understand this. The president's team did not get the affidavit specifying the reason, the probable cause, and the alleged crime. But they did get the warrant, and they also got a receipt of the documents taken. They could have made both public, and they chose not to. Some claimed they didn't get either one of those. They have to be given those documents. There is no way around it. They have to be given those documents. How do I know they were given those documents? Because they themselves did not go to court to quash the seizure of documents which they would have been entitled to do under federal law had they not been given the warrant and the receipt of the warrant uh it would have meant that the documentation was not carried out promptly honestly or directly therefore they could have quashed everything they didn't do that which means they did get a copy of the warrant and the receipt but they did not get the affidavit. You do need to understand that. There's been a lot of misinformation about that. But we're back to this, that they were looking for documents, and Merrick Garland really didn't go into a lot of what they were looking for. He said uh, he's going to move to unseal everything. President Trump this morning saying he will not object to what they are unsealing. The rumors are circulating in the media. Funny how the people who supposedly aren't talking are talking to the media and they're saying it has something to do with nuclear secrets. Now, remember, there are a lot of things that have been said about Donald Trump that made it into the media on the front page that are not true over time. And we should keep that in mind. There is this uh, real Trump derangement syndrome that is out there. And a lot of the statements having been made in the past really weren't true. The, uh, the P tape. Remember that one. Um, the the comments about verifying people were taken out of context. Uh, the claims that he said he would imprison minorities taken out of context. They said he would crash the economy and start World War III. Not true. Uh, they said that he was he and his family were Russian agents. Not true. A lot of these things are claims that were made that were not true. And I'm not sure we can believe until we have some verification that he was actually keeping nuclear secrets in his safe that he should not have. That is actually the allegation at this point that he was keeping nuclear secrets in his safe. And we're just supposed to believe them. Now, what's so interesting here is this. A great many people on the left, when this search was announced, or RAID, if you will, and they complained that we're saying RAID, but they're the ones who can't define a woman, they said, obviously, it was about January 6th, obviously, it was about January 6th, obviously, uh, the documents were pretext. These were people on the left. People on the right were saying, well, no, they're saying it's about the documents. It probably is about January 6th, but they're saying it's about the documents. And people on the left were, no, 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 no. Obviously, that's pretext. This is about January 6th. Well, now they're coming out through leaks in the paper, unconfirmed by the attorney general, saying that it actually is just about he had nuclear secrets in his uh, possession. And everyone will see, I told you it wasn't about January 6th. It wasn't about January 6th. It was just about this mundane Presidential Records Act. It's amazing how these people can flip on a dime with no evidence, by the way. Just take the word of anonymous leakers to the press. Take it as gospel truth. We've been down this road multiple times. Remember when they said Donald Trump ordered Lafayette Park cleared so he could go over and hold that Bible up? Turned out wasn't him at all who ordered it. It was the superintendent of the park, according to the inspector general. This is where we are with this sort of stuff. You can't really believe the stuff at first glance. I have a theory. I have a theory, and I want to walk you through my theory. It is in large part based on Andy McCarthy at National Review and his take on this. Just, Just follow along with me on the timeline, if you will, please. So about a month, month and a half ago, Jeffrey Clark was pulled out of his house in his underwear in the early morning hours and his home searched by the FBI. It was claimed in the press that this was related to an inspector general investigation at the Department of Justice about his conduct at the Department of Justice. Jeffrey Clark is the man who Donald Trump was being pushed to appoint as attorney general, fire Bill Barr, put in Jeffrey Clark. Jeffrey Clark would help him uh, with the January 6th plot to overthrow the government or whatever the left wants to call it these days. But he needed Jeffrey Clark there. Uh, Donald Trump never did it because all of the senior officials at the Department of Justice said they would quit if he did. So he didn't. But Jeffrey Clark, allegedly, according to the press, was a key player in the riots and incursion into the Capitol on January 6th, according to the press, not according to anyone else, according to leaks in the press designed to smear Jeffrey Clark. So the FBI raids him. A few weeks later, the FBI seizes the cell phone of John Eastman. About this time, we begin getting press reports. That uh, Merrick Garland has changed his mind and believes for the good of the country, he does need to get Donald Trump. He does need to uh, charge Donald Trump and does need to throw Donald Trump in jail to prevent him from running for president again. And then we have the raid on Donald Trump's home, or I'm sorry, the search of his property, the raid where they rifle through the former First Lady's underwear looking for nuclear codes, allegedly. The day after, they seize the cell phone of Scott Perry, the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. Concurrent to that, they subpoena a number of members of the Pennsylvania state legislature who were allegedly complicit in organizing what happened on January 6th and the plot to circumvent the 2020 election. And now we're just supposed to believe it was the, this this incident was about the Presidential Records Act, really? We're just supposed to now believe that that it would take them at face value. If it was just about the Presidential Records Act, really? Now there is a provision in the Presidential Records Act that if you violate it, you are disqualified from holding any federal office thereafter. Uh, that doesn't apply to the presidency, or at least it should not. But maybe they will attempt to claim that it will apply to the presidency. The Constitution is what sets forth the parameters by which you can run for office and uh, not the Presidential Records Act. So the Supreme Court I'm, has pretty good precedent. You can't add restrictions beyond the Constitution. Uh, what's his name? Eugene Debs was in prison in the early 1900s and ran for president. You can go to prison and still run for president because the Constitution governs the qualifications. But, hey, maybe they think they can get five votes on the Supreme Court to say otherwise. Maybe the Presidential Records Act is is their easy get. I don't know that that's the case, but I suspect that given the Jeffrey Clark raid and then the John Eastman seizure of his phone and the Scott Perry seizure of his phone and the Pennsylvania legislators, they were went to Mar-a-Lago looking for a smoking gun, essentially. Donald Trump took 15 boxes of documents that he shouldn't have taken. He gave back those 15 boxes to the National Archives some times ago. The National Archives alleges that there were documents that were not handed back in that. They've been negotiating to try to find and return the documents. Instead, the FBI went in and took the documents. They, They had the legal ability to do it, Even if they didn't need to do it, I suspect my suspicion is that they used the archival document issue under the Presidential Records Act to go into Mar a Lago to get those documents and hopefully turn up in the same room where those documents were kept. Documents about January 6th. They wanted to seize all those documents, they were on a fishing expedition. They were looking for something related to January 6th on the pretext of looking for these nuclear classified documents. I think that's what happened. And they didn't find the smoking gun. They didn't find it. They are so epistemically convinced the president of the United States ordered the code red. He ordered the invasion of the Capitol, the incursion of the Capitol. He ordered the riots. He plotted in a conspiracy to overthrow the government of the United States. He's a threat to democracy. They are so convinced they just knew. They knew he would have the documents. They knew they would get the goods. They knew there would be a smoking gun. Remember, both sides in politics these days are always looking for the silver to top the other side. They don't want to make the case against the other side. They want to get that, that one thing, that one thing that if they have it, it will destroy the other side. No one ever gets it. But they, they nonetheless, the left wants that silver bullet. They want the smoking gun. They want to be able to prove that the president was complicit in organizing an overthrow of the lawful transfer of power. And they didn't find what they were looking for. They didn't. So Merrick Garland had to come out and not say, we found the smoking gun. He had to say, y'all don't be mean to the FBI. We're going to unseal the warrant so you can see for yourself what we were after. And then they start leaking to the press. he He kept nuclear codes. He shouldn't have kept nuclear codes. What an idiot. He kept the nuclear codes. And a press that has no curiosity and absolute belief and trust in a federal government run by Democrats is not going to ask questions. They're not going to question whether or not it was true. They're just going to run with it and say, hey, that, that's what Merrick Garland says. We believe Merrick Garland. When really, they went in looking for a smoking gun about January 6th, and they convinced it had to be there, and they did not find it. So they're back to saying, nah, it was just about classified documents. That's all. Trust us. Don't trust the feds. Hello there. You can call in 877-973-7425. You can also subscribe to the daily show notes, uh, which you can get uh, delivered to your mailbox, inbox, uh, right as the show starts every day. It is show prep for your mind. It will make you smarter and more informed than your neighbors. You will become the opinion leader and source of information for your neighborhood if you get My daily show notes delivered to your inbox every day, right as you start lunch. Or if you're on the left coast, right as you start going to the office, it'll be 9 9 a.m. on your, your side. But nonetheless, all that you do is you text DATA to 33777. DATA, D-A-T-A, text it to 33777, and uh, you can get it. Now, uh, as always, it's a free-for-all today on the phone, so you can call in about other stuff. If you got questions about stuff, 877-973-7425. I want to offer an alternative theory. Keep in mind, my personal theory is that they really did go in looking for January 6th stuff. They didn't find it, so they're back to the documents. But I have an alternative theory. If you haven't been paying attention to the news, Iranian agents tied to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard came into the United States or were plotting to assassinate uh, Mike Pompeo, the former CIA director and secretary of state, and also John Bolton, the former national security advisor and former ambassador to the United Nations. Iranians were plotting to assassinate those two men. They were agents in this country. What if, for posterity's sake, Donald Trump kept some documents related to the Kasim Soleimani assassination that he wanted to keep for posterity, that the National Archives wanted back, that they believe might accidentally reveal means, methods, and sources that led to the assassination— And instead of continuing to negotiate to get them back and explain why they needed them, they decided in light of the news that these Iranian agents were here here to kill Pompeo and Bolton, that they needed to go get the FBI to go down and get those documents back immediately and did not want to tip their hand at the time that it was because there were Iranian agents in the country that it all kind of came out at the same time Um, there. That's my alternate theory that the president had these uh, documents he wanted for historic posterity purposes, and the archives thought they were too dangerous to keep in his possession in light of these Iranian agents coming into the country, that if they wanted to go after Pompeo and they wanted to go after Bolton, they might want to go after him and his family, so we got to get those documents and secure those documents so that uh, means, methods, and sources are not accidentally revealed or in derived from those documents, whatever they might be, Uh, So they sent the FBI immediately do it. That's the alternative theory that I have. I actually think it's far more plausible that they were looking for a smoking gun on January 6th. They didn't find it. So now they're saying it's nuclear codes, knowing that the media is just going to believe that immediately, regardless of what it actually turns out to be. Uh, By the time the media issues their correction three weeks from now, it'll be well settled in the consciousness of the left that it was nuclear codes, even though it might have been like the White House recipe for black bean stew or something. It really is remarkable to me how the media absolutely unquestioningly grabs hold of everything about the um, uh, uh, about the e, e, this the statement. Now, hang on a second. I'm seeing someone come in and say it's it's shocking. Uh, You say trust the feds, and yet don't you think they would count all the votes? You say we're stopping and coming up with more votes. Uh, Illegals getting driver's licenses. Now voting illegals are not allowed to vote. I know you think that, but they're not. But more importantly is the federal government doesn't conduct elections. And the fact that some of you think the federal government conducts elections means you are ill-informed, and being ill-informed, you probably do believe whatever you read on the Internet. Uh, The elections are conducted by the several states, and I certainly trust Republican states to be able to, to conduct elections. Um, You should always question the federal government, and you know what? You should question your state government too, but there's only so much questioning before you become a fringe conspiracy nutter because the truth bites you in the butt and you still don't believe it. You think it's a snake instead. Um, There's no reason to entertain the crazies on that sort of stuff, but nonetheless on this, I do think they were after January 6th documents. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. So glad to have you with me today. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I actually want to spend time with your phone calls today. We're going to do a free-for-all. If not an open container, we will at least have your phone calls. Before I get to them though, I want to call your attention to a column by George Will. George Will is one of the loudest Trump critics from the right. Now, I want you to know, I think the world of George Will, I actually now consider him and his wife a friend. When I was a kid, I wanted to grow up to write like George Will. He is a brilliant writer. Don't always agree with him, particularly these days on some things. Um, He is an atheist. I am not. He is a libertarian. I am a conservative. But he's definitely of the right. And I've got to just read you some of this because, you know, I mean, George Will's words, they just, I don't know, they've got a harmony to them. After his 2016 Supreme Court nomination, Merrick Garland, according to the New York Times, assured senators that he did not have a political bone in his body. That seems to be true, Unfortunately. His current job as attorney general inescapably involves making judgments that are inherently political. They involve exercising discretion about when to wield government power and for what ends. Furthermore, the best quality of politics at its best is prudence, adjusting tiny principles to untidy realities. This requires making judgments that balance competing objectives. Regarding this week's events in Palm Beach, Florida, of course the rule of law is important. So, however, or uh, are other things, including social comedy and check the Constitution's preamble, domestic tranquility. No value ever eclipses all others. Fiat Justicia Ruat Column, let justice be done, though the heavens fall? Let's not. As this is written Thursday, there are important unanswered questions about who instigated the search at mar lago and why. One remarkable aspect of this debacle, however, is that vigorous disgust need not wait until we know those answers. Try to imagine a justification for this flamboyant exercise of what? Law enforcement? What was important enough to bring to a rolling boil the already simmering suspicions of tens of millions of Americans about tentacles of the deep state engaging in partisan skullduggery? Prepare for a sure of whataboutisms from people who were already weary about selective law enforcement and situational journalistic ethics. When the Clintons decamped from the White House in January 2001, they absconded with some furnishings that they were compelled to disgorge without the FBI swarming their home. Hillary Clinton's later mishandling of classified documents triggered FBI ham-handedness, but not a law enforcement spectacle akin to Mondays. One adjective describes most of life's biggest blunders, disproportionate. The perpetrators of this week's circus surely considered that their target is likely soon to again be a presidential candidate. Equally sure, they did not care. Facts, however, are stubborn things, including this one. In 2020, having watched Donald Trump govern for four years, 74,222,958 Americans, 11,237,852 more than voted for him in 2016, decided that they wanted to have four more years of him. This can be deplored, but it should not be ignored. The great and the good, that is, the Democratic Party in its vanity, gave us President Trump by awarding its 2016 presidential nomination to someone who could manage to lose to the star of the Access Hollywood tape. Now, a Democratic administration's Justice Department has managed to reverse the fading of that entertainer whose act is stale. With his feral cunning, Trump instantly intuited that the search of his home was a gift that will keep on giving by fueling his supporters' animosities and their giving. Trump might have broken laws pertaining to presidential documents. So, cue those who believe that no person is above the law is a thought that makes further thinking unnecessary. However, the punctilious enforcement of every law, no matter how complex the social context, is zombie governance by people spouting bromides to avoid making complex judgments. In one way, this week's behavior by the FBI and the Justice Department was not unusual, unfortunately. Hardly a day passes without some government entity vindicating historian Robert Conquest's axiom, the behavior of any bureaucratic organization, can best be understood by assuming that it is controlled by a secret cabal of its enemies. Remember the Pop-Tart Pistol Boy? The seven-year-old chewed his pastry into the size of a gun and said, bang, bang, so his school suspended him and urged all parents to discuss the incident? Remember the five-year-old girl who was labeled a terroristic threat in order to undergo a psychological evaluation because she talked about shooting people with her Hello Kitty gun that shot bubbles? How did we reach this point where so many adults flinch from acting the part by practicing prudence? This nation is running low on an indispensable ingredient of a successful society, trust in institutions and one another. This week was another subtraction, Garland has said about the Justice Department, we will and we must speak through our work. Actually, his political duty is to explain and justify his work more thoroughly than he did in his minimalist statement Thursday afternoon. Hamlet did not want his capacity for action to be sickled or with the pale cast of thought. If only the Justice Department were more prone to allowing itself to be inhibited by thought. That's George Will. I love this column. And you should read it and reread it. And if you subscribe to my Substack email and show notes, you would have it. You should read it. Text data to 33777 to get it. Now, let's go to the phones. I'm going to start with Andrea. You're going to be up next. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much. I'm so sorry that this is such a convoluted story. I hope I can say it in such a way that you can interpret it for the people in a more palatable way, but when Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, was in front of the Senate testifying, you know, that session that he had to leave early Mm -hmm. to go on vacation or whatever, one of the senators, I did not recognize him, uh, asked him why it was that the FBI office that's in Michigan in charge of Gretchen Whitmer's a governorship and mm-hmm. the people who oversaw the supposed kidnapping of Gretchen Whitner, Whitmer, mm-hmm. the, the people who were, they tried to prosecute for that were found not guilty because of entrapment issues. And this Senator asked Christopher Ray, why is it that this guy, instead of being reprimanded, has been transferred to be the head of the Washington, D.C. field office, which means he's then in charge of this National archive situation. So we have a guy who worked kind of shady on behalf of the FBI, now over here with his fingers in this pie. That's kind of suspect to me.
0: It is suspect. And, you know, for all the people who say, well, you know, Christopher Ray was appointed by Donald Trump. He's a lifelong Republican. Yet John McCain was, too. And I remember when John McCain gave the thumbs down to keep Obamacare and preserve Obamacare. Um, just because the guy was a Republican, I, I look, I, I see a number of people who claim to be Republican now who are out there funding campaigns against every Republican in America, including Herschel Walker in Georgia claiming we're Republicans against him. They're not very Republican. Uh, I, I, listen, I think what we need, let me give you a little history in 1975 The United States Senate formed a select committee called the Church Committee. I think the guy's name was Frank Church. He was a senator. There were a number of allegations about the CIA uh, and more about the NSA and even the FBI. And the Senate began a detailed investigation into reforming the issues with those agencies. I think it's probably time that we have another one of those church commissions about these agencies. Listen, I don't think there's any doubt under the sun that the CIA willfully tried to obstruct Donald Trump and people within the CIA, we know for a fact due to what came out during the impeachment, the first impeachment, were leaking information and working with Democrats to try to sabotage Donald Trump. They're in the executive branch. They're not supposed to do that. We've had these series of issues with the FBI. For those of you who don't understand, who don't realize, who aren't sure, who aren't convinced, why would anyone dare question these people? The FBI screwed up the Jeffrey Epstein situation because they had one of the victims years before and refused to do anything with her testimony. They screwed up the Larry Nassar investigation into the coach who sexually abused the gymnast. The FBI screwed up the Gretchen Whitmer investigation and entrapped those people. The FBI of late has done a number of things that have been bad. The FBI described the Fort Hood terrorist attack as a workplace violence issue. They described the James Hodgkinson mass assassination attempt on members of Congress as a officer suicide uh, mission that the guy wanted to be killed by cops and now we're just supposed to trust the FBI when they continue to mess these sorts of things up? I don't think we can look at this and say there's not a problem here. There are really good FBI agents and at the regional and the local level FBI agents really do care about helping people. But I think when you get involved in the political side of this from what we've seen with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Andrew McCabe and and the rest the fbi the cia the national security agency the irs and the like have been overwhelmed with partisans and it is that that needs to be cleaned up reformed and monitors now let's go back to the phones uh eddie you're going to be up next welcome to the show or is it Edie?
1: hello hi there it's Edie. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. First of all, thank you so much for, and for keeping us informed, and my um, my prayers are with your wife. And um, thank you. I had a I had a statement and an opinion. Okay, go um, for it. First of okay, so uh, Trump was was uh, he became president in, in 2016. They have been on his butt even before he got elected. I don't understand what the obsession is with him and the fact that they just keep saying that he's got documents of of certain things and, you know, they go and raid his home. I feel like what's happened is that somebody tried to plant something to make him look guilty and get him in trouble, and he probably got smart and put it back.
0: Yeah, you know, so here's the thing. Um here's why I think that they've been after him for so long. And and to be clear, I say this as someone who wasn't a fan of his, didn't vote for him the first time. Uh, He deeply rocked the boat and challenged conventional wisdom. And Mm -hmm. you increasingly have a number of people conservative, well, Republican and Democrat, progressive, not necessarily conservative, who believe the world should work in a certain way. And Donald Trump was anathema Mm -hmm. to those things. Now, I agreed with him, frankly, in 2016, that the world needed to work in a different way. I just didn't believe he would do it, but he wound up doing it, which is why I decided Mm -hmm. I would support him. He he wound up blowing up institutions that needed to be blown up. He uh, exposed that so much of conventional wisdom and expert opinion is a lie. Uh, He showed how hypocritical Washington, D.C. was. But the problem is he did it in such a way that he rubbed their noses in it and they can't forgive him because they lack all sorts of humility, no humility whatsoever, in order to be able to um, recognize that they've screwed up the lack of self-reflection by these people in Washington, D.C. and in the media is genuinely striking to me. They have no ability to exercise any level of humility and no ability whatsoever to self-reflect on what they got wrong, which again, is probably why we need a new Frank Church commission. Now, I gotta tell you, you got to consider going to Patriot Mobile if you want to get away from the wokes uh, and and the left-wing organizations out there that use your money and fund the woke causes. Patriot Mobile is a conservative Christian cell phone provider. Patriot Mobile actually gives a portion of their profits to the conservative movement. Now, here's the thing. I get asked this question a lot. I want you all to know they have guaranteed service. You're going to get good service with them. They use the same cell towers everybody else uses. You don't have to worry that they're not one of the big brand companies. They use those towers. What you do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, and you get free activation by using my name. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric as well, you'll see a link that says coverage map. You click on the coverage map, put in your address, it'll zoom down to your house and show you just how detailed their coverage is in your area. If you travel between work and home, you can see that coverage as well. It's great stuff. You go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. 972-PATRIOT is the number. Tell them I sent you. You get free activation. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here, The Eric Erickson Show. We got a lot of people, have a lot of phone calls. I would like to take them. I'm going to go next to Chad. Welcome to the show, Chad. How are you? Chad. Doing good about you. Sorry, I was on mute. Great. Not a problem. I was curious about, I mean, I'm on your activist, army this thing. Yes. And I was curious about what fires you up to use that, like this whole inflation act. I would have thought at least the guys in Georgia, that would have been a good one to use it on to try to yeah, get the. Okay. Um, That's actually a really good on. question. Um, So I thought about it. Um, I I really did think about it. But um, the reason I didn't is because I knew that there was no way this legislation was going to be stopped. Um, They're absolutely fundamentally, they were not going to stop it in any way, shape or form. And when there are issues that I think can be stopped or modified... I will use it. Uh, It it becomes easier to use when the Republicans are actually in charge because the Republicans are more likely to care what you and I think, uh, given who we are, than the Democrats. But in, in this particular issue, I would have just been wasting everybody's time. Uh, because it was going to pass, and I don't want to send out activist alerts to people like a lot of organizations do and say, you've got a chance to stop this, just give us your email, and blah, 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 when it wasn't going to work in any way, shape, or form. Uh, They had the votes to do it. They were going to march in lockstep to get it done. Uh, Ossoff and Warnock don't care. Warnock thought it was a winning issue. So I just I didn't want to waste people's time. One of my frustrations as an aside here with a lot of the conservative movement these days is how grifty it has become. And people send you massive amounts of emails and say, if you do this one thing, you can take action and you can fight for the country and you can save it. And you think, oh, I can really make a difference. They're telling me I can make a difference. And you can't. And then you get very cynical and depressed because you lost. You're going to lose on this issue. You're just going to lose. Um, there was no reason for me to send an activist alert out on this. When the Republicans take back the House of the Senate, there are all sorts of reasons to start using the activist list more often. I actually thought about just winding it down and not, not using it. Uh, but there are times it comes in handy and particularly like at state legislatures, it comes in real handy in Georgia and likewise. Uh, But at the federal level, uh, Chad, that's a great question. I hope you understand, even if you disagree, that I just didn't want to waste people's time asking them to take action on something that I knew uh, would not change the outcome. There was no chance it would change the outcome. Uh, The Democrats were absolutely committed to doing this the way they did it, Uh, and I don't think it's good of me to get people spun up to try to get something changed when I know Privately, it's not going to happen. I don't want to take advantage of you all in that way. Now, when we come back, I want to keep taking your phone calls. Uh, and I, I can explain why uh, when we come back. Uh, I do have a lot of other stuff that we need to talk about as well, though. Uh, the phone number is 877-973-7425. If you would like to be on the program, I'm happy to have you. We do need to go back to something I talked about yesterday, though. As, as Environmentalism is becoming a religion And it's starting to have a real world negative impact on the quality of lives of people around the world. And the left is fully on board as a sacrifice.